Hi, everyone, and welcome to Mike Velarde Show. I'm excited to welcome program Mike Velarde. Mike, how are you? And you know what? You're creating a theme this week. I interviewed John McAtee of The Right Stuff this week, and now you have somebody else with another conservative choice in social media. I'm so intrigued about his story, and I know he's running for office as well. What a, what a connection you have, Mike. Introduce our guest. Yeah, Ryan, welcome to the Mike Velarde Show. I'm going to let you talk about yourself and tell everyone what you're running for and what you're doing. Awesome. Hey, Mike, thanks for having me on, Neil. Thanks for thanks for uh, doing what you guys do. A uh, little bit about myself. I live down in central Florida, a, a town called Ocala, and it's a little bit about an hour north of Orlando, horse country. So we, we, we have horses everywhere up here. I grew up here. Um, matter of fact, next next week I'll be 49 years old. I lived here almost uh, 39 of those years. So I moved here when I was 10. Married uh, my high school sweetheart. We've been married uh, 29 years. Have four adult sons. We kept trying for a girl. That's how we ended up with four boys. That, that's really the only way it it works <laughs> out that way. But I've been uh, an entrepreneur most of my life. Built businesses really all over the country. And in 2019, 2020, I exited some of those business, ran for U.S. Congress. Uh, I did not win that race, uh, but I learned a lot from it. And my, my political uh, venture started to take off. Shortly after that race, I was connected with some, some real uh, patriot entrepreneurs. I'm a patriot entrepreneur, but, but we were able to raise some funding. Right about the time Donald Trump got kicked off Twitter, the social media world just kind of, you know, opened up like what in the world's going to happen here? Everybody's getting cut off of everything. So uh, my partner and I, we formed an organization called the True Patriot Network, and we began to build from scratch a uh, free speech platform that has been kind of been launching for several years now. We're, we're in the app store. We have thousands and thousands of people that have downloaded that use the app, and we're beginning to take it even in some different directions. You know, with Elon this last year dropping $50 billion into Twitter and a few other things happening to keep shaking the uh, social world up, we're taking TPN into to some new directions, but we're very excited that it's got that uh, patriot niche to it, and there's just a lot of possibilities. Well, um, in Florida, as we've all seen, some things have opened up. Uh, politically, Florida's gotten a lot of attention over the last a few years for obvious reasons that people are, are migrating they're they're escaping from certain states and coming to florida that's that's what's happened and i was looking to run for a state house seat in my local area and some things opened up and a special election popped open in in just this past december someone was forced to resign that opened up a special election it was very aggressive in this area so i am in the middle, I'm in the last three days of the general election. I won a aggressive uh, Republican primary race, March 7th, and that opened up to where there was no Democrat opposition, but we do have a write-in candidate. My name's the only name on the ballot, so it looks uh, like we're just bringing this thing home, but in the next few days, I should be able to usher in and, and finish the race and be an elected uh, official. District 24 State House. here, we can go to work with Governor DeSantis to keep doing what uh, needs to be done in Florida. So, that's kind of it in about, you know, two minutes or less, what's going on in my life. No, that's really interesting. I'm going to jump, you know, Mike, good. You have a question first for him. I have a lot to talk about the True Patriot Network, learning more about the, the product and the app and what makes it different in social media. I've been interviewing people from pet apps to all these different places to give alternative social media than Facebook for sure. But go ahead, Mike, with your question and more about the, the, uh, the, the election and stuff. 
Yeah, well, I, I just want, I'm interested to know what's your opinion on now that we got this migration. And of course, they don't want to ship people to Florida because that's what Biden's been trying to do. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, my take, and it is a heavy topic during this election, as I we, we knocked on a lot of doors, met a lot of voters and immigration is a real thing. We, we can see the effects of it here in Florida. And here's here's my take on it. Uh, the Biden administration is, you know, we used to just have a couple of border states. Now all states are border states because millions of people are coming in. We have to think of it as really an attack on our country in a way with because we, we have no control currently as to uh, the backgrounds of the people that are coming in monitoring and, and we've got to do something about it. I'm proud to say our governor here in Florida has done some aggressive things. There's some recent legislation that was just passed, really the most aggressive anti-illegal immigration that's ever been seen. And we've got to set the stage for it. I mean, a lot of them are coming in through Texas, but they're hitting uh, other states. And of course, Texas is dealing with problems. So my my take on it, if I could give you just a summary, uh, currently as a non-elected official, I may have a, a more aggressive take as I get in the middle of it a little bit more here soon, is that it's a real issue. It's causing real problems. It's affecting not only the economy, the safety of our country, it may be one, the, the biggest thing other other than, you know, what's going on economically uh, that is right now destroying elements of the freedoms in our country. So we've got to put a stop to it. We've got to reverse it. And we had in Florida, for example, we had incentives. People didn't even realize we had this, but we, we had incentives for illegal immigrants to be receiving free health care. Uh, free college tuition. These things were passed many years ago, back when it wasn't the the issue it is today. Well, guess what that does to a taxpayer, to the tax with the taxpayers' dollars. What is that? What's the trickle down effect of that when millions of them start to arrive right. in our country? So we've had to clean that up. There's a lot more cleaning up needs to be doing, but we've got to take it super serious. And it's going to be a big voting, you know, the 2024 election cycle. It's going to be a topic that that uh, helps people decide. Who to vote for i'm sure and how can you lay this out and this is what the republicans and conservatives need to do to bring the middle voters the, the undecided the people that are neither party and also some democrats over to your side in a very polite way not an extreme way because if they if you have an extreme conversation about this it's just going to turn them off and they're not going to vote. They're not going to show up or they're going to vote Democrat. Really the messaging of what conservatives and Republicans need to do to say, hey, we're not Donald Trump. We may have some of the ideas that Donald Trump has, but we have we have a compassion. We have compassion in what we do. We really care for other people just because, you know, Trump's all business. We have some a personality to ourselves. I think that's going to be a big thing, Ryan, moving forward to win 2024. And I think the Democrats need to do the same thing. They need to stop going and bashing the other side because those people could vote for them. It's People are bashing people instead of really speaking on the issues and, and sure. having compassion for each one of those issues with facts. Well, I agree with that. And the tonality, certainly uh, how we communicate matters, right? How we and what I would like to continue to see more of and let's just, in, the, in the discussion, no matter who's discussing it, is the issues that everybody cares about specifically tied to this particular scenario. I think everybody on both sides can logically come to a conclusion that millions of people with no 
real systematic approach to how they get here is a danger to, it doesn't matter who you are. We need to talk about that danger. We need to talk about specific solutions to, to slow that down because you know, if if we spend all of our time talking about the the fa- half the family that might get deported, then there's an emotion that gets reared up in that. We need to stop the the uh, the problem at its core, and that has to do with how are people going to enter our country from this point forward? What is the process? We're a country that welcomes. We're all immigrants to a degree. We're a country that welcomes immigration, but it needs to be legal immigration. It needs to be thought through. So that from a safety standpoint and from a, a burden, a financial burden, you know, which can trickle down to healthcare and everything else that we're talking about. So if we can stick to the issues and, and stay away from the weird scenarios that might happen if something goes wrong, we need to tackle this in a big way. And certainly there's always going to be scenarios that don't turn out right in these situations but um, I think the big topic for 2024 is how fast can we see, can we create a safe border and, without hurting people in the process? Michael, your thoughts? I think he's right. We have to have a safe border. We have to protect the border, which we don't do. And we have to make sure that we weed out the criminals that are coming in. I mean, the human trafficking, the fentanyl, there's, there just seems to be be no, there's no control over that. No and I, I'm going to go one step further. I, I purposely think that the administration wants it that way. They they knew Title 42 was going to end two years ago. They've done nothing to prepare for it. Virtually nothing. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and the thing is, you have to have that conversation. What do you do when you want the open the borders? What the dangers are? And don't talk about the people, talk about what the criminals that are involved in this. The people crossing the borders, criminals use those opportunities if the borders are not tight to, there's always criminals that'll look for, to take advantage of these things, which really makes it not like, hey, these are just, you know, uh, people want to come to our country. There are other people that just want to come and make money and cause mischief. And then also, people in the United States that want them to come because they're doing illegal activities. Mike, as again, being part of, you know, law enforcement before kind of speak to that when you allow things to come out where you can go in and basically do whatever you want and allow the doors to be unlocked, what that leads to, where does that criminals are just eyes are wide open, right? In both the U S and Mexico. Well, well, who's going to vote for the Democrats? It's a, it's a voting base they're letting in. They know most of these people that come in are going to receive free stuff. When you receive free stuff, you're going to vote for the person or the party that gives it to you. They can't win based on their ideals, right? If you compare Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and you go, how'd you live under Trump? Gas was $1.69. Joe Biden went to five dollars. Now it's down to three sixty nine. Wow, big deal! It's still still more than double the cost than it was. A steak used to be fifteen dollars. Now it's thirty. People are going to vote their pocketbooks. Democrats aren't winning. So what do you do? You bring in people that are going to vote for you, right? In California, New York City, they're trying to give immigrants the ability to vote in their elections. Mm-hmm. Why? It keeps them in power, plain and simple. 
so we got, big, we, got, we got a big problem, you know, and, and so you touched on voting too. You know, there's an election integrity awareness that's been heightened for the last many, many years. And people that aren't legally part of our process should not be illegally allowed to vote. And so we got a whole, we got a lot of things to deal with that can be dealt with, but uh, it's time. I think the 2024 election is going to get, be geared up about these big, big ideas and big topics. Well, you got to realize one side doesn't want voter integrity because they got the Civil War veterans. They keep mailing in those ballots to win every election on, on the, all the elections in the swing states. Pennsylvania, Trump was up by 640,000 votes on election night. Miraculously, all the mail-in ballots came in for Joe Biden and only Joe Biden. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, we're talking about this. Um, there's a lot of talking about it. There's a lot of talk going on. But 2024 elections will be here in 18 months, but basically less than that. The amount of damage that can be done if none of this is corrected before now in the in the 2024 elections is almost uncomprehendable. Um, how many more millions of people are still going to keep coming in between now and the next 18 months? How much more drugs is going to enter? And and what what things are actually being done to correct anything to do with our voting system in the next 18 months? I don't think the American people know what's going on. Well, I, I, I'll go one step further. The people in power in the swing states are all Democrats. They don't have a vested interest in changing it. Right. They, they don't want voter ID because those dead soldiers don't have driver's licenses. They don't want voter integrity because they can't win. They, look, mm -hmm. the fact that people are voting with their feet, leaving places like California and New York, has that has that caused these people to to change their their uh, their, their their politics? No. In no. New York now, they're going to ban gas stoves. Yeah, they're doubling down. Actually, they're doubling down because they think they're right. Yeah. So what do you do with people <laughs> in California? They wanted reparations. Mm -hmm. The governor had to say, "Well, we can't afford this because it's twice the bu annual budget." that the state takes in there's no place to pull the money from people are already fleeing california think about all the millionaires that left just in the last couple of years Sty uh stallone right comes to florida buys a place in florida why doesn't have to pay 12 percent state tax doesn't have to pay 14 percent income tax in california now when you're making 40 million dollars a year you know what kind of money that is a lot Tony Robbins had a place there. The guy makes $45 million a year, moves, comes to Palm Beach. Yep. We have a surplus. They have a deficit. I have an actor friend, Costas Mandalore, famous actor, who's a star of the Saw movies. One day his wife goes out running. She gets accosted in Santa Monica. He ended up moving outside the country. Mm -hmm. So people are fleeing like crazy. But that doesn't cause the politicians to go, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Let's change our policies. Like you mm -hmm. said, Ryan, they're doubling down. Well, the, and the good news is uh, Ron DeSantis is doubling down, too. And and yep. that's what we need more of. We need 
the Republicans have to double down. Yes. And if the more momentum we can get behind that, the more we can, uh, and I know people from all over the country are watching this, so it's not just about Florida, but it really is about leadership and it really is about us supporting the people that are doubling down on the conservative side because we haven't had that. We have not had that the way we're starting to see the the rising up of that leadership. And, I, and I'm excited to be a part of it. All right. So I think that you're seeing, what are you seeing on your network? How does that social media network engage what's happening currently in news? Because, you know, people are censored politically on many, and many social media platforms. What makes it a choice, your network, and what kind of message can they get out and develop relationships on social media through your network? Kind of explain a little bit more about it. Well, we're a new network, so our network doesn't have millions and millions of people on it yet. What what they can expect on our network is uh, to be able to communicate, you know, their thoughts, ideas, and concerns in a way that's not going to get yanked off or filtered or suppressed through any kind of algorithm. So, we we are an answer to the marketplace's problems that seem to be self-correcting. Again, Elon Musk has is, is dropped a lot of funding into uh, the free turning Twitter into a free speech platform. And some people are still, you know, maybe not pleased with it a hundred percent, but it was a moving, it's moving now in a, 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 the right direction versus where it was moving before he bought it. And mm -hmm. so we're part of that, you know, I'm kind of a, a, would be a baby company compared to a Twitter, Facebook, or an Instagram, but we are providing solutions. And I think the more of us out there that provide solutions that uh, aren't going to be controlled by the double down left group, uh, the more we can keep this momentum going and be a part of a solution rather than, you know, talking about it. And we can talk about it all we want. Those of us that roll up our sleeves and get out there and make something happen, that's what we need more of. And so I've been a part of that, obviously, with launch and TPN. Um, the, the platform is growing every day. We got people downloading every day. I invite you. I mean, you can go right now. Currently, you can go to the App Store. The intent of TPN is for it to be an invitation-only platform and for us to offer some unique, exclusive things inside of the app in addition to uh, having all the social features because, you know, getting out there and just posting stuff to the world constantly that uh, all, you're, all we're doing is creating arguments online, I don't know that that does any good either right? It's, uh, it's got to be a fun place to be, but a place you're not worried about getting filtered down if you want to state your thoughts, because a collective body of thoughts really is, uh, you know, that's the beauty of our country is being able to, you know, believe the way you want to believe. Now, I disagree with what I see happening on the left, but you know what? That's the, if someone wants to believe some of the things that they're believing, more power to them. I told somebody the other day, you know, I'm not running because I want to tell you how to raise your kids. I'm running because I don't want you to be able to raise mine. You know, I don't want you to have the ability to have the influence. You know, I've got to, we got to push back on that. I'm not, so I'm not interested in trying to tell you how to raise your kids, but I am interested in telling you how to not raise mine. And so, you know, that's it at its root from a father's standpoint. That's what, where we all need to be. Well, we can apply that thought to a lot of things in this country. And I, that's what TPN is about. That's what my campaign has been about. And uh, let's go, let's go make something happen. 
and that's very very important let's make something happen and the the thing and when you talk about algorithms and what social media is and how videos are all about short videos i'm sure your platform's more a different algorithm than a lot of other social media platforms do you guys have a different way of doing the algorithm than others yeah, well, we have we decided to launch with no algorithm, meaning whatever you post in your feed is what people see. Mm. So if you don't want to see something, just don't follow somebody. We're not pushing people's agendas on you. We we do have, you know, ways people could sponsor things that they want to, but we're again, we're in the beginning of this. Our our thought would be more of a Twitter style feed with the Facebook feel and look, kind of a community. But, you know, with Facebook, as you know, you can have 10,000 friends or followers. You post something like eight of them see it or 12 of them yeah. see it. And then they're, then their feeds bombarded with things that Facebook thinks that they might want to buy or look at. Right. We, we have not chosen that path. So we, you know, it, it's amazing how a, a company that is for free can be worth a trillion dollars. So people download Facebook, it's free, but what, where's the money at in that? Well, it's in the advertising and what they can get you to click on and buy and, and all the stuff that's involved in that. So you could say that Facebook, really, their whole, entire business model is to feed you stuff that they think you might want to buy, period. That is their business model. And so TPN's business model is a little bit different. We're not uh, feeding that kind of stuff to you. And of course, the word having the word patriot in our name tends to kind of scare off the people that aren't patriots. Not they they certainly can have an account, but they're, you know, if they post some weird left thing on our our, our site, it's probably not going to get a whole lot of traction. <laughs> How many users are you guys at right now? We're in a beta, in coming out of beta, a little bit over 10,000 uh users. And we're we're launching some things now that we believe are going to take it into that hundred plus, you know, million. We want to scale to the million users. That's our next real focus. And then what you're smart about is you know how it works. The basic situation with these is that invitation only keeps the riffraff off. Clubhouse was so successful when it's invitation only. Once they stopped the invites and then they let Android users in and it killed the platform completely and then everyone else copied it. If they would have kept it invitation only, who knows where Clubhouse would be today because you had the quality people. You had to, couldn't wait to get that invite. You're smart what you're doing and then partnering with the right conservatives to make it happen. It's good marketing because invitation only seems special. That's yep. what you have to make it seem special. So, you know, and, and it's perfect to have you running too, because then you're definitely speaking to the platform. So that's great. That's it. Good stuff. All right. That's so it. the best place to find information on you and to donate for your campaign and all that stuff. And also about yeah. the, the network, where can they go? Mm -hmm. You, you can go to uh, ryanchamberlaincampaign.com. I guess you could also go to ryanchamberlain.com. You could also download the TPN app. You'll see me on there as well. And uh, just go to your app store, either, either one, type in True Patriot Network or TPN. You can download the app, set up an account right now. Again, as we come out of beta, it'll be invitation only. We've been uh, testing and working on things. It's amazing. Uh, how much funding is required to set one of these companies up so that it can be off of, you know, Amazon servers and off, you know, we own our own private servers. Now we've, we've set up our own data systems and mm. we own the code. We own the asset. We own the code. We built it from scratch myself. And, you know, I'm not a coder, but I have a team of people that I oversee that, that do that. And so we're, we're very pleased. We've got people going live on it every day. People like Benny Johnson, you know, I don't know if you know that name. 
And mm -hmm. so if you if you have a show, if you have a broadcast, we have a way people can broadcast live. They can connect right through, uh, you know, the type of different platforms, upload their videos and do that. So we're looking for more content right now, more conservative content. And so uh, check us out, ryanchamberlain.com. You could go directly to ryanchamberlaincampaign.com. We'd love to see you over there. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. All right. So it's MikeFilardiBooks.com, WinningTaxSolutions.com, and MikeFilardiShow.com. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks again. All right. That was the Mike Velarde Show, guys. Take care.